Hi, and welcome to If These Walls Could Talk, the Razine podcast where we discuss ideas on decorating, colour and all things paint. Join us as we welcome guests from across the world of design. If there's something you'd love to hear about, email the team, editor at habitatbyrazine.co.nz. Madison McLeod, thank you so much for coming in to join us on If These Walls Could Talk. Thank you for having me. You're a Razine colour consultant. Tell me a little bit about what drew you to that position. I always have had an interest in interior design. One of my first jobs was in a little knick-knack store and that definitely just made me realise how much I love colour and love to work with it. It's not often that you hit the jackpot when you first start out trying to get a job. So how long have you been with Rosine now? I've been with Rosine for about seven, eight years. I've been all around the North Island, at least, um, with working with them. Uh, started in Takapuna, then went to Tauranga, and then back in Manukau, and now on the road in Auckland, which is quite cool. Oh, that's great. So you're a colour consultant. Mm. Wonderful. And what does that mean exactly? I help everyone that comes into the colour shop or through online and help them find the colours that work for them in their home and find their own design and things like that. That's a really great place for us to start because I've always been intrigued by how people go about tracking down the colour that works for them. And I'm guessing that a lot of people start with neutrals. Yeah, I think neutrals are everywhere in design, fashion, everything. So I think that's naturally where they all start when you look through magazines. Yeah. Do you have a hard and true way of finding out what the right neutral is for them? Is there a way that you do that? There are a few different ways. It kind of just depends on who comes in. Some people come in with such a definitive, like, this is what I like and this is what I want. But for the people that come through that don't quite know where to go, I always send them to magazines and everything first. Most of those, if they pull together everything that they like, they will see that there is a slight undertone or matching the same. So, for example, with uh, yeah truffle and tea, it's all these sort of warmer brown and reds coming through, and you'll find that when they're pulling it all together, it will all have that kind of shade to it. Yes, and those inspirations are fantastic. I mean, you're speaking of resin truffle and resin tea, which are two very popular shades. Yeah. And I'm guessing that once people go down those sorts of paths, it's actually not too difficult to add in an accent colour, something perhaps complementary that if you didn't have that lovely neutral of, say, we'll just use resin truffle as an example, then you pop in a complementary colour as an accent. You've got somewhere to go. That's kind of the best way to start if you're really lost is you pull together all these inspirations, get the undertone, and then you go to the bright colour. A lot of those bright colours, people freak out when they first look at them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But they do tend to warm up to them a bit more when they realise that a lot of those neutrals that they love have that undertone to them. So definitely bringing in that complementary tone helps immensely. When you show people clear colours or or complementary colours, sometimes the reaction is quite strong. You can sort of feel them going, oh my gosh, I don't want to use that. I mean, can you imagine a whole house painted in bright yellow? (laughs) Well, no, but if you want a yellow undertone, and it's quite interesting. I mean, I've definitely experienced with clients, when you show them particular colours, you can sort of see them light up or pull away. Yeah, definitely. I think neutrals are much easier to imagine in a home as well. So they see those and they definitely 
open themselves up to much more colours, <laughs> I think, because it's not so demanding of a space, the neutrals. So you start to bring in those reds or those blues, they sort of warm up to them a little bit more and they understand colour a bit more at that point as well. So definitely opens them up to that. Helping people find their design and their style is really part of my job as well, finding where they want to really pull out their personal touches in a home. Which is really important because... You were just saying earlier that you've completed a diploma in interior design. Tell me more about that. Um, so while I was working full-time, I just did, yeah, my diploma of interior design with Rosine. So, yeah, that was pretty cool to educate yourself while also doing something that you love and working in a pretty cool atmosphere. Well, that's great and must have grown your confidence and understanding of working with colour as well. Yeah, it definitely helps a lot with um, wording and language and um, the people skills about it as well, sort of, um, again, bringing out their sort of inner personality and, and putting it into their home, which is quite a cool part of it. So we've talked a little bit about neutrals. How do you go about introducing your clients to take that leap into a bolder colour? How do you introduce them to that? Um, funnily enough, I tend to show them the really bold difference first. So once we've gone through, and for example, if we've gone with something really neutral like black-white, yeah. um, we can then have a look at the colours. And I really do pick up of what they're wearing, what is in their home, parts of their life that they're already born in some colour, so couches, cushions, things like that. I can really play with that. And yeah, if they've got a blue cushion on the couch, I'll go onto the our colour chart and find a nice bright blue. Then from there, they can see the vision and they can really start to have a bit of an opinion about the colour. So they know that's too bold for them, but they know they love blue. So then they're going to go back through all those other blues and go, well, actually, we could bring that in. And even introducing it into small spaces as well, like those laundries and bathrooms and things like that, where you do see a lot of colour. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen people like more these days taking that sort of risk? Yeah, it's definitely a lot of people wanting to introduce colour just for a point of difference in their home. Something really that is really popular is those powder rooms and offices, areas where they're not spending all of their time, but just nice bright touch of colour in the home and really sort of liven them up a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, definitely in those small spaces, you could be a bit bolder because you don't see it all the time. You can shut a door and it's be all closed off and have your neutral palette back. Being now that wallpaper's easy to apply, um, or easier to apply, <laughs> we are seeing a lot of people wanting to introduce wallpaper and patterns um, just as a point of difference, a point of interest, um, and a way to really add a bit of funk and style into such a small space or even a large space for things like kids' bedrooms and things like that. Yes, I imagine kids' bedrooms would be quite exciting in terms yes. of in terms of <laughs> colours, though. If we go back to colours, um, are you seeing a trend toward bolder colours, perhaps in the muddier tones, but using a little bit more depth of colour in children's bedrooms? I think it's a way where they can have their fun and colour, but there's still a bit of style and design in it. Um, so mum and dad aren't freaking out too much. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of those burnt oranges and those really deep greens and blues are just coming back tenfold. It's really cool to see that people are more than open and willing to add a lot of colour in those spaces. Absolutely. Yeah. Tell me how that's changed for you over the last eight years that you've been with Rosine. Hmm. How has it changed people going from very neutral 
to adding a little bit of colour to adding a bit more colour? I think when I started, it was very much when it was clean, sleek, modern is what everyone wanted. That's what was deemed a bit different because there wasn't those sort of dark mahogany finishes on new homes or anything like that. A lot of neutral palettes. And then as sort of the years have gone on, I think a lot of people wanting to add a little bit of colour and a little bit of style. And I think over the past few years, People were just wanting a lot of brightness and a lot of happiness brought into their home because um, they've got probably pretty sick of seeing a lot of white walls. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they sort of looked at them for way too long and just people getting a bit more, having a bit more fun with it and a, sort of adding their personality into their home. A lot of people are bringing out their inner child now when they're older, I think. <laughs> what a um, great way to start. I know. <laughs> Definitely just adding a lot of colour, adding a lot of fun into their home and really loving the spaces that they're in again. That's great. So mm. you think people are, are going for, like, they'll, they'll base the home in neutrals mm. and then sort of pitter-patter a little bit of colour around just yeah. to add that, add that touch of personality and that touch of fun. Yeah, a neutral is such an easy thing to add pattern to. Adding a lot of pattern, which can be a neutral pattern as well, a lot of geometrics, things like that. Um, and yeah, just you can put little touches of colour around. <laughs> which is great. I mean, I'm, you're just touching on adding a bit of pattern. Are you seeing more people do that by themselves? Like create yeah. their own geometrics on the walls? Yeah, I think people are getting a bit more creative in the sense of how to add the colour. A lot of half walls, um, you see them all the time on TV shows. People think that that's quite difficult to achieve when really it isn't. It's just a piece of tape and how you apply it to the wall and paint within the lines pretty much. There's a said, you're in a child. Yeah, and a bit more adventurous. It's interesting that you talk about the, the lines because, you know, we talk about in interior design the three levels mm. on a wall or in a space. And I've seen a couple of really, really beautiful ideas of that. And, you know, they do the slightly deeper colour on the lower level of the wall and perhaps have some beading or something to separate. And then they go lighter. And it's really beautiful because it defines that lower part of the wall. Not only does it do that, if you're in a high traffic area, that means that you can, you can knock those things <laughs> and it's not too difficult to retouch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it definitely lifts the home as well. The second you get lighter going up, it just makes the whole room look taller and bigger. And that's what people love as well, really get the most out of their space. Yeah. And it's just a really simple way of A, adding colour to their neutrals, because obviously you can use the darker neutrals and then the lighter neutrals above. It creates an atmosphere of colour and really interesting design but you've created this beautiful palette for them and created lightness. Yeah, it's definitely um, a rewarding part of the job is uh, getting people to realise just how much they can make out of their space. <laughs> and how much you can achieve with colour. Hey Madison, thank you for coming in and talking with us about all those wonderful colours that Rosine creates. And I look forward to talking to you again very soon. Oh, I look forward to it. <laughs> and thank you for joining us on If These Walls Could Talk. Remember to send those questions through to editor at habitatbyrazine.co.nz. See you next time.